0: Hello and welcome to Front Office Features. I am Rob Crane. Happy New Year, Chris Valente. Chris, hello. Happy New Year, bud. Uh, 2022, you sent out a tweet from our account today that said this is the third year we're doing this.
1: Is that was I right? I was trying to do the math.
0: 20 No. 21? Yeah, 21. No. Yeah, 2020. 20. No, 19. We started this thing in 19. Did we? 19.
1: Oh, that's right. Yes, so before 19, the pandemic. Yeah, 20,
0: twenty. So fourth, fourth number, numeral. Fourth calendar
1: year. Fourth That's crazy.
0: Year. Yeah, I I was impressed by three. Now it's four.
1: That is that is impressive. I I, I will pat myself on yourself on the back right there. There you go. Pat, you give yourself a little pat in the back.
0: Four years. Wow, wow. By the way, uh, one of the things that we talked about. Just uh, so I have reached out to three or four different people working on schedules. Uh, to get more interviews. We talked about doing it when we uh, had the old, uh, are we coming back or whatever? Uh, I've got three or four people talking about schedules and coming back for interviews. Not coming I have, back, new ones. No,
1: I, I have done the exact same thing. I have committed to making sure that we have some guests so you don't have to hear just your and I voice every week.
0: We've got great voices.
1: We do have phenomenal, famous voices of the Very, business.
0: Uh, <laughs> um, so how was, uh, how was Christmas? How's How was the holidays?
1: Christmas was great. The kids are at that perfect age where everything is exciting. Santa's flying off the shelf type stuff. Like, no, the kids, the Christmas lights going around. Christmas was great. Um, little little hiccup along the way that we'll get to. Not Not family related, but... <laughs> Did of course, business-related.
0: You, you did have a, <coughs> uh, Enough where I was worried about you. and I called you. I was like, you doing all right?
1: Yeah, <laughs> no. Yeah, I, I actually, I, I, I was. I was okay. I, I, you and I talked about this. It,
0: so let's not we'll – the Wasabi Fenway Bowl was canceled due to COVID. We'll get into the details later, but that's what we're talking about. The Wasabi Fenway Bowl was canceled due to um, – Womp, womp. Womp, womp. Virginia players getting COVID. Um, and uh, anyway, so we'll talk about that in a minute. But anyway, anything else exciting and fun happened besides the crappiness of those Wasabi Fenway Bowl? Well, getting- no,
1: my wife and I, we went to Boston for a night. We took advantage of the the grandparent babysitters, so we went out Great to news. eat, um, went to the North End, had an amazing meal. We
0: in the North End one day, too. Um, why did we go there? Um, anyway, I don't know. We grabbed lunch. It might have been the same day. <laughs> we Maybe, but we actually walked past that. Um, uh, I almost took a picture of it. We walked past the place we had dinner at.
1: On Salem Street, very good place. Uh, and then we hit up Mike's Pastries. Just a good, quiet, much more quiet, relaxing time off than I was expecting because there was no bowl game. How about you? How was how was your Christmas and New Year?
0: We went to the Museum of Science that day with Maddie.
1: I love the Museum of Science. Museum the place of is the awesome. Science
0: is really cool. Boston Museum of Science is sweet. It's awesome. um, did you go to the Planetarium? So we did not. Uh, didn't have time and all that stuff because we had to get back to pick up my son for. Uh, at the end of daycare, so we didn't get a chance to be able to do that. But anyway. no. Zach,
1: Zach, Zach and Emma love the Museum of Science.
0: Museum of Science is sweet. Maddie, uh, Maddie liked it too. Um,
1: that's where our media day was supposed to be for the bowl game.
0: That would have been a really cool place to have media day.
1: That's where media day was, and that, that's where we were supposed to be with the media uh, for the bowl game was at the Museum of Science.
0: It's a good place to do it. Uh, everything oh great. did you
1: see did you see my uh, my post for, and you you caught you, you did see my post because you rubbed it in my face but you had for dinner my chinese food order with my wife yeah,
0: yeah that was the biggest chinese food order for two people i've ever seen in my life.
1: it was so I, you place the order you go into the place to pick it up obviously and i scanned and this is this is now like a running joke we always have this obscene amount of food for two of us one year it was three of us and my sister-in-law came And I was just scanning the rest of the bags to see like the number, like the price. Ours was by far the most expensive. Like most, because most were like 60, somewhere in like the 40s, the 50s, $96, $98. Um, There's also a little method to our madness. So Fenway gives each of us during that time period $100 to go spend on a meal with your family. Oh, that's nice. So like you just use your credit card and like ex- you just use your company credit card and expense it, right? So like I'm going to take a bet. full advantage of that $100 <laughs> and Very get that nice. Chinese food. So yeah. Very
0: nice. I, I, would eat, I would eat a Thai. I love Chinese food. My wife doesn't love Chinese food, but I've got her to like Thai food. Oh, I love so, Thai food. Thai food's amazing. I make a Pad Thai at home and it's phenomenal. Uh, yeah,
1: you might, I might need to trade you then. I'll make you the vodka sauce. You make me the Pad Thai. We'll, I made we'll vodka sauce
0: for the first time. Homecoming I made Christmas.
1: vodka sauce the other day for my my second Christmas with my with my in-laws.
0: Yeah, homemade. So our tradition, a little homemade pasta, and we did lobsters on Christmas Eve. Scallops. Yeah, your your Christmas
1: menu is amazing.
0: It's uh yeah, so it's lobsters, scallops, mussels, little neck clams, homemade pasta. I made homemade ro- uh, raviolis, one cheese, one. I cut up some of the lobster meat and put it into some of the cheese raviolis. So I had lobster ravioli, homemade. Uh, regular cheese ravioli and i had a marinara sauce i tried vodka sauce for the first time it turned out fantastic that was the star of the show and then for christmas uh new year's eve we did prime rib uh homemade was a homemade prime rib we did uh mashed potatoes and i make asparagus wrapped in bacon with a balsamic reduction that goes on top phenomenal
1: you are an honorary ginzo
0: I don't know what a ginzo is.
1: <laughs> An Italian. <laughs> <laughs> your your Christmas menu is like the most Italian thing I've ever heard.
0: It's been, it's so good. You got yeah. the fishes. You
1: got the pastas. You uh, got the sauces. You got yeah. the sausages. You uh, got, three got everything. Four,
0: three or four. Uh, three or four fishes. Three or four fish. Three or four fish. We had a great time. Steelers are driving. Ben Roethlisberger's ben, last game at fi-
1: home. Uh, dude, you to You have to run him a blog like I wrote Eli a blog three years. Ago.
0: <laughs> That's right. You did you did write Eli Block. I'm not gonna write Ben Block, but uh, Oh boo. Um but did you see see uh Steelers. Did you see Antonio Brown?
1: Did I see and yes? Well all right, so we there's have to a conspiracy theory here too. Nah, not conspiracy. I, there's no conspiracy theory. I'm gonna be careful because I think he We had a podcast about this with mental health. He's something
0: Something He's got to have
1: something wrong. Like, something's
0: up. Something's, something's up. I, wrong.
1: I, I, it, so it's hard to joke about it because it's like, if it really is something wrong, like that's more sad than it is funny. Yeah. But it, I, but I it is. I
0: understand what you're saying. But it's but, like,
1: it's cr- it was, it was wild, wild to watch.
0: I had it on in the background, right? Like it was Sunday. And it was Jets. My wife is a fan of the Jets. <laughs> Jets, Tampa Bay. Right, you just kind of have it on in the background noise of Sunday. And yeah, the Jets really were winning, watching it. Yeah, the Jets were winning. The Jets played great, and then all of a sudden it's like Antonio Brown. This Antonio was like, what the hell did Antonio Brown do? I look up, and it was like, oh. Ho, ho, ho. I mean, I've never
1: seen. That? I've never. I've never seen. I mean, no one's seen anything ever like that before. Someone's quit in the middle of a locker room in the halftime. I think the guy in the Bills did or something a couple years ago, but no one's taken their clothes off in the middle of the field and wow. walked across the end zone and started doing jumping jacks
0: Wow! Wow! wow. It was you know
1: you know what i think i wonder if it, there's there's obviously speculation of like where it all started with him was that Vontez perfect hit where like he got absolutely yeah, he got destroyed destroyed and like did cte like set in then and like he just became completely he's off his rocker so from so
0: many issues personally and professionally obviously but
1: he's got to be done right he's got to be done
0: who the heck's going to be like yep we guy. say that about him. Well, Are you kidding? The one who saved Brady. I know, one who saved but him.
1: think about it. He's been you talked. He just have more issues than anybody off the field, and he continually gets fourth, fifth, sixth chances. So Brady like,
0: always loved him. I don't know why. Brady because Brady won the brought him to the Patriots right Brady after. Brady put, put him, him in his house. Right. Ab was so, living
1: in his house.
0: I, I don't know. And Brady wanted to come out. I was like you got to have compassion for him. So, so that's why thinking, I think there's more, there's, more there's the story. More of the story. There's a there's a mental health. Play. It's
1: gotta be you, got, you. You you look, regardless of joking or not, you you can't be mentally stable and do what he's done in the last couple of years. Like, you just can't be.
0: It, I, uh, it's, it's sad, right? It's 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 sad. You know, yeah, I mean he's a,
1: he's otherworldly talented.
0: Out of this world, out of this world. Come for a six round pick out of Central Michigan.
1: I mean Mike Tomlin, by the way. Deserves a medal of honor for keeping that guy in check for like nine years.
0: Nine years, and don't forget, Le'Veon Bell was on that team too.
1: I don't know now. Le'Veon Bell's on the Bucks. I was. I heard that. I was like, Le'Veon Bell's catching passes from Tom Brady. Like the world is your world. Must be screwy. Tom right. Brady's throwing to Antonio <laughs> Brown. and Le'Veon <laughs> Bell. <Le'Veon>
0: Bell. So <laughs> like, <it's> you <laughs> always wondered, like, as a from externally, why didn't the Steelers that had Le'Veon Bell, Antonio Brown, Ben Roethlisberger, you know, I'll call it end of prime do more and as yeah, kind of they never out, they never won right yeah they never they never uh I don't those know, three never they, won they, those three never won they never won together and you kind of look at it and you're like there's probably some more factors at play than the average fan like me understands."
1: yeah no it it, it was wild is that's what i'll say it was wild and it's there's definitely more under that surface that he went
0: on no, like, no, like an, he got not. he got like an uber Got the game, I think the, the guy. barstool guys uh, did an exclusive interview with the no, Uber driver.
1: The dude was posting from his Instagram account. The the driver, like high as a kite, who's this famous, I guess, chauffeur in New York, driving Antonio Brown around. It was just Wy-
0: wild. It was wild. What it was crazy, wild. What a, what it was it, in just just like may just stop and be like. I mean, my, boy, my what, cell what phone was happening? blowing
1: up. Like, what is happening? What is what, going on? Yeah. yeah.
0: What what just happened? What just yeah, happened? no.
1: It was one of those moments. You're just like, okay, something is way off here.
0: What, yeah, and so anyway, interesting stuff. Interesting stuff. So, um, there was some interesting things. You want to talk about the wasabi bowl? And you got to, we, we we wrote a handful of things down. We actually prepped. We prepped. We,
1: prepped we did. We did prep. Uh, yeah. No, I mean, I'll keep it. I'll keep it general. It was it, it the, the the so. <laughs> My role in this was to smooth things over with said partners, which were very all understanding. Look, they they knew we didn't cancel the game. We didn't want to cancel the game. UVA didn't want to cancel the game. They didn't have any quarterbacks left. The whole quarterback room had COVID, so can't play a game without quarterbacks, right? So the unfortunate part was the amount of effort and work by our, our folks that work on the bowl game that goes into this, the planning it, the festivities, the events, the whole week, the coordination, all just like ripped out like and never ever happened right because the game's canceled so like no one comes and you put all that work in preparation now that we're going on two years because the game was canceled the inaugural game was canceled a year ago so we've gone two years in a row with this game being canceled due to COVID and there's a whole department that's just dedicated to special events and the bowl game (laughs) They, they had a wild ride so it it's it wasn't and I told you this before 2020 stung harder for me mentally when this happened then
0: Is it soon after some of this stuff that the uh headaches came
1: this was yeah my headaches were january february yeah it's, about of the, 20, yeah, it's been about a year right? 2020 it was in 2021 yeah so it was january february of 2021 and 2020 so i'm talking back at the start of covid 2021 baseball was falling apart the whole you and i were doing podcasts the nba was shutting down like you and to i world we're on, yeah we're recording Yeah, you and I, the world was like upheaval in a matter of hours. That was way more daunting to where we're at today, I felt like. Mentally, I wasn't crushed. I was disappointed. I was annoyed. Not what I was anticipating. Financial ramifications for me personally, financial ramifications for the organization, all shitty stuff. But it wasn't like sky is falling like it was in 2020. And I'm, I, this goes to two things. I'm trying to have a way more positive impact, not a, not a New Year's resolution, but just like more positive is going on than negative right now in most of our lives. So like not going to focus on the terrible, the terrible shit that continually happens around the world every day. But there's a light at the end of the tunnel. Like there's, yeah. there's, there's vaccines compared to 20, right? So like it's a lot goes into canceling the game. ESPN's involved. The ADs are involved. We had to try to find a replacement team for UVA quickly because other games got canceled. So we tried to get teams who could make it that day, teams who had sent to other players home because when you, you didn't make a bowl game, your players went home. Then we had the issue that y'all came back. They had to get football ready. SMU couldn't play the next week. So it just was like eventually like, it's not going to work. We have to cancel the game.
0: Crazy. Um, can I uh, there was also not at the level of what you just explained. But I had a disappointing piece of my Christmas, too. Can I tell you what the disappointing piece of my Christmas was? No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to tell you anyway, posi- damn it. Positive. I'm going positive- to tell you anyway, damn it. All right. So you know how last, I don't know, it was a podcast or two ago, I told my Mario Mew fanhood, fanboy came out. Of course. Three podcasts. Yeah, yeah. It is. And we talked about how when I was... Eight or nine, I took a shot on gold at the Civic Arena and scored, right? You did. I said I have it on video. My mom, with one of the more thoughtful gifts that I've ever gotten in my life. She listened to the podcast. Thank you, Mom, for listening. She listened to the podcast and goes, I can do that. She found the VHS tape. She takes it to one of these places that takes VHS tapes, the VCR, Yep, and puts it. On uh, on a thumb drive, got it. Plug it in, and it was this. Ta- they do the whole tape. They just didn't do the whole thing. So it had like, uh, it had. I think half the tape was a nine-year-old hockey game of mine, <laughs> which was incredibly boring. And then there was some like t-ball games that uh, not t-ball, um, little league games that I had. And then there was like some really cool stuff from like my first communion um that you could see like you know grandparents who've passed and you know like you know your parents when they were young 30 years younger right yeah and uh so that was like really cool and it's just that that was cool so that at the end is the grand finale is going civic arena right cuts the civic arena one of the funnier things is i was always you know my wife always give me i give my mom like little shots occasionally just like any good son would and So, um, to this day. So they have the video, and it's the videotape that's on your shoulder looking around. My mom is like, all right, it's February 21st, 1991, at 10.30 in the morning, and we're about to go to the Civic Arena so Robbie can go uh, shoot between periods and score a goal. I look at my mom and I go, put a sock in it, Mom. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then... So we get the next cut is the us the Civic Arena, right? It's like four or six kids. I go last. Kid goes and they uh, kid skates towards you, shoots, misses. Kate, kid skates back. Uh, another kid skates, misses. Uh, then it was my turn, so I was third. I go up. Video stops. Oh, <laughs> the video just ends. It just ended. It just ended. <laughs> It just oh. ended, literally right there. It ended right when I. So this just had the out. goal. So I I don't know. So they had my mom gave me like this baggie that had the VCR tape and the thumb drive in it, and I was like, what? Uh, uh, it just it just ended. It just ended
1: without your shot. So you without saw some shot. Mikey Appleseed it. from some other town it's, go, but not you.
0: Not me. Not me. They, <laughs> literally, it's my turn. I'm about to go, and it's up, ah. Uh, I don't even... Ends. The whole thing just ends.
1: They had to record Golden Girls. R.I.P. Betty White.
0: <laughs> yeah, R.I.P. Betty White. But anyway, I thought you'd you get a kick out of it.
1: That's... You were going to post that video.
0: I And as soon as I can, I will. You can't? My ma- no, my mom, she says, is it, wait, I, is it all, I have watched it, that video on that VHS tape before. Oh, so it's on the VHS she though. She goes, I just don't think it's there. So they took it back to the... I got a text from my mom today that says I took back the VHS tape. All right, cool. So we'll see. I, I'm hopeful that he goes. she goes. I have seen that, and I think I remember looking at it too. So I, it exists as long as nothing stupid happened. But uh, anyway, literally, <laughs> when a... I, literally when I get—oh, this it, is a great gift. When oh, I it, it, it if... just ended. It just ended. I she's like, like, I had to what? put the.
1: She's like, I had to put the camera down. I want to watch you shoot. <laughs>
0: Oh, goodness. But anyway, all right. Wasabi ball to me doing that.
1: Yeah, that's a transition that's of all transitions. Of <laughs> you playing hockey with your mom, giving you a gift that wasn't really a gift. Uh, it was
0: great. I got to see Thanksgiving from 1990. Or 1990.
1: And your communion. Did you did you do the no, right? No, it wasn't.
0: The, it was the, like the after party communion. So oh, like, uh, all right. Uh, by the way, that was a big. that was a big day for me, though. Uh, as I received uh, the original Nintendo as a gift for my communion.
1: I'm trying to put the ma- I'm trying to put the math together on this. So, so you're second grade, was, right?
0: Second grade, I think. Uh, that was yeah, the original what, one, right? So that was 1990. Well, no, I was. You know, so you're probably that was probably nine.
1: Yeah, around there for communion.
0: Right. So nine ish.
1: The original I mean, Nintendo. Great yeah, yeah. system. Great Unbelievable!
0: System. I must have played Duck Hunt because that was the one game that came with it. Duck Hunt. Yeah, it was
1: Mario Brothers and Duck Hunt. Mario
0: and Brothers and Duck Hunt. I must have played Duck Hunt a thousand times. And it, you always thought, like, you would shoot better. How did they do that back in the day? You had a gun that you could shoot. And I know. Up. I would go, like, next to the TV. It didn't matter. No, play, It didn't matter. I don't know how the heck it And
1: play. you know you can move the duck with the second controller. That's
0: right. You can, right. You, you, you you can, can move, move the ducks. The duck. yeah, so it actually it
1: was, was a two-player game.
0: So, yes, it was a... Uh, Anyway, that's what I remember, and I love love Tec- Nintendo. Techno Ball was oh, one of my Techno Ball was unbelievable. And Blades of Steel.
1: I have it over. Th- I have I have about thirty five Nintendo games right over there.
0: Yeah, Blades of Steel. Right, you had the, the pass, high. the pass, the pass, the pass. No, that was
1: <laughs> no, that was different. That was Ice Hockey.
0: Ice Hockey. So I had I had not I had Blades of Steel, and Ice Hockey.
1: Blades of Steel. Me of the announcer kept saying it.
0: Really, g- one of them had a really good like voice. It
1: was a- Blades of Steel was just a pass, the pass, the pass, the pass. <laughs> shot like. And then ice hockey was a, you picked a fat guy, a skinny guy, or a medium guy, right. and you could. And then you had to move the. It was so hard because the goalie moved when you moved. It was like impossible.
0: Yes, you know, I, yes. I remember all of that. Yes. yes, yes, yes. Great system,
1: Great Nintendo. System. For all you oldy youngins out there who've never played it.
0: The original ones. I'm sure they've played it, right? I don't I
1: mean, know. know. I mean, maybe not.
0: Maybe not. Be, that'd be a shame. Should have a Nintendo party.
1: Um, speaking of parties.
0: Our transitions today have been... No, this is a good one. Speaking right. of parties... Yep, parties.
1: The Iowa Cubs.
0: Oh, what a great story.
1: Huge like If you're an employee, you went on a huge little party right there.
0: Imagine if you quit right before that. Ooh. <laughs> so, so, anyway. Womp, womp. explain, womp. Explain, explain what it was.
1: So, the owner... I forget his name. I forget the gentleman's name. It's, it's eluding me right now. He owned the team for... Since 2000?
0: I thought it was longer than that. Um,
1: He's owned the team for a long time. And the value... And he bought the team for... Nothing, nothing. Nothing, and then the valuation extremely shot up over the course of the time that he owned the franchise. Sold it. Actually, I, you know what? I, someone just sent me another text about it literally ten minutes ago. So I can. I was like, oh yeah. So Michael Gardner, he owned the Cubs for twenty-two years. So he probably bought the team around two thousand. Yeah.
0: I guess two thousand seems.
1: <laughs> it's twenty-two years ago. Yeah, right, yeah. Um. So he sold the team to Diamond Baseball Holdings on his Which final we day.
0: About they just bought a base- thousand yep, baseball. Yep.
1: Subsidiary of Endeavor. On his final day, he surprised employees with checks, two thousand dollars for every year they'd been with the team. He gave away a total of six hundred thousand dollars to twenty-three full-time workers. The longest-tenured employee received a check for seventy thousand dollars.
0: Unbelievable! This is what uh, this is what it's all about, man. Like that guy, uh, I knew his son, and. Uh, they were always really great guys. And Sam Burnaby's a longtime president there. And he's one of these minor league godfathers, right? He was, used to sit on the board of trustees and president of the board. And one of these just minor league godfathers. And a great, great guy. And uh, that's just kind of the family that they built in Iowa. It's like you always would go there and be like, yeah, these people have been there forever. And uh, you can see why. It's kind of like the Paw Sox uh, of the Ben Mondor days of the midwest they just you just go there you know some of the Sox people were there for 20 25 30 years oh yeah they were lifers yeah. and when ben mondor ben mondor you know he died in 08 he's a long time o- uh, owner of the uh, Sox. maybe 10 2010 and the trust sold the team in 2001 14 or 15. um and uh, I guess when that finally closed, I guess they did a similar thing. The Mondor, Ben Mondor's wife, uh, gave big checks out to uh, employees, and it's just like thanks for everything they did. I was like, that's a that's a, like as is- I mean,
1: that's what it should be about, right? Because we don't get stock, we don't get equity, in, in sports, and these value and these franchises are worth ungodly amounts of money, all due to the hard work. Like I, you know what? Like everyone out there listening. If you get to work in sports and you ever get to be achieving of an executive status, be Michael Gartner. Be a right. Michael Gartner. Like just, it doesn't take much to be just a good human being and give back to the people who like busted their ass for all the sacrifices people make in this industry to say thank you with just that kind of generosity, is just be like Michael Gartner. Just to aspire yourself to be in the same breath as someone who understands and values people because that's only thing that makes this industry run it's not the athletes because i can tell you what the athletes have been around for over a hundred years and the amount of money that was pouring into sports those guys used to have to work second and third jobs to survive that's right. so where did all the money come from it Us. came from the employees the employees generating a massive amounts of revenue tv deals all that stuff those that were negotiated, not by athletes, not by the like, It was done by the people who work in the industry. So recognize that when you become an executive, that people are valuable. It's not just because anyone's willing to apply for that job that you should just not pay people or value them the same as if you didn't have a million applicants for, for a position because you're a sports team. Be Michael Gardner. Aspire to be the Iowa Cubs type owner. Preach, give back. Chris, just preach. give back. It's brief. just this is part of our business that this is the part of our industry that just drives me bananas.
0: Well, this may, must make you feel good.
1: This makes me feel amazing because like it's this it got this, a lot of
0: press too.
1: It all it took was a nice human decency gesture because I don't even know what he sold the team for. He took six hundred thousand dollars of his own p- pocket. I'm assuming the team probably sold in the millions, right? Millions.
0: Like, oh yeah, yeah. No, tens of millions of dollars.
1: You think Iowa, so? I, AAA, I know
0: Triple A for the Cubs. Who do pretty well? Uh, I, I don't know I do not know the number. I do not know the No, number. I
1: don't know the number. I'm guessing ten 40. million? 40? Really? Forty? Really? I have no idea.
0: I'm gonna guess forty ish, if not higher. I don't
1: Can know I, I have no set idea. Set
0: the bar of what minor league baseball franchises should go for?
1: I mean I, 40-ish maybe forty ish million? I don't I don't know if we'll be able to find how much it sold for, but um I in, doubt. E- okay, so if you got forty million bucks, Call What's
0: six hundred grand? Nothing. Right,
1: right. It's nothing to change people's lives. Like, but giving someone seventy thousand dollars is is in the in the in the moment life changing.
0: Four hundred thousand dollars would be one percent of forty million dollars.
1: Right. So it's it's nothing.
0: Right. Ninety nine other percentages.
1: So, at the end of the day just aspire to be like a Michael Gartner if you get to that level and have the ability to do so and just reward people for their sacrifices and helping your valuation of your franchise go up exponentially. That's all it takes.
0: so good. I mean, it was unbelievable. It's awesome. It's just awesome stuff. It
1: was easy, 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 easy to do. It will not change his life in the slightest, right? His life will be the same as it was other than he'll feel good about what he did, but he's financially fine. And so is his family, regardless. Yeah. But the people who got the $2,000 checks for every year they work there, if you work there 20 years, you got 40 grand, like $40,000 for a minor league baseball employee oh is a God. crap ton of money at one might given be, time.
0: Sometimes it might be their entire salary.
1: Right. So just to get that extra 40 grand is like, if you're in debt based on what happened the last couple, like it's just, it's, it's a awesome. very great gesture that should be done way more often. That That's is how you go to heaven. Ne- <laughs> yeah. By the way. And, um, is this, is this heaven? No, this is Iowa. Um, <laughs> I didn't know that movie. Broke. Yeah, good. Uh, I, if you didn't know that one, you might have to get a new podcast. Um, yeah, right. But no, that was, that was a great story over the break to see that. And kudos to Michael Gardner and the Iowa Cubs and that family. Kudos awesome. to them.
0: It was awesome stuff. It was really cool. It was really, really... Uh, it was really cool.
1: Which is another good transition that you and I want to talk
0: Transitions about. Transitions galore today.
1: The mass exodus that we have been witnessing across our industry specifically in the social media world
0: I have a theory on this theorize away Einstein (laughs) so my theory on this and I've you know social media people that I've worked with as colleagues um, social media folks that I've talked to just in you know as you talk to people in passing social media if that's your job right Social media never stops, right? On Saturdays, on Sundays, you got to think about content to post, and it just can't be like crap content. You got to like think about, all right, these are the videos that I'm gonna have out, these are the photos I'm gonna have out. I got to think about what I'm gonna post on Twitter and Instagram and um, uh, Facebook and you know uh, TikTok, right? Like there, it just doesn't make any sense, right? It, in the, it makes sense on why people are. Uh, leaving, but there's no off time. That's the biggest thing that I hear about social media folks is they burn out because it's, there's not any time for themselves, right? That's not a they're like they're
1: the live tween games, right? Like they're live tweeting every day. But game. take
0: the game out, right? Take a baseball social media person right now in the middle of January. They've got to make sure that they've got content for their social media channels on a Monday in January right what the hell are you doing well and not only that but like a sunday in january a saturday in january
1: here's the biggest problem and it's going to take a while for this to and your theory but i thought about this of why this is happening and why that position or department whatever you want to call it is looked at the way it's looked at you and i are well one of us is 40 um you're, you're in your 40s. I'm in, I'm in my 30s.
0: Oh, shut up. <laughs>
1: and we say, look, and we grew up in the age of when social media was invented, right? Facebook was invented when we were in college. So we like, we were young enough to understand social media and grasp social media. Social media has evolved significantly since then. You and I on this podcast discuss, we are not good at social media, Right. We're not good at, like, because there's been things that have been, TikTok has been invented, but all this stuff. Most of the executives at run organizations are 10, 15 years older than you and I. Right. They don't know what the hell social media is. They don't understand the significance or the importance of it. And the other thing they don't understand is one person cannot be good at Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, Twitter. They're very different platforms. They're very different messages. They're very different pieces of content. You might be really good at TikTok, but can't tweet for shit. Right? right? But you're, it's you're like, it's
0: a different thing.
1: We need to hire one person who makes $55,000 to run our social media as the New York Yankees. Like that is in a massively important job with yeah. probably unqualified individuals with no resources. And they're eventually just like, I'm out of here. I can't do this.
0: Yeah. the they're, they're, I can see the burnout. I can see, I can see it. Right. Because these, uh, the people that I've talked to that, in social media, they take it so seriously too i think it's so serious it's a, like i could see executives being like yeah throw social media up on there right like totally a way to communicate right
1: it's your voice and of your franchise
0: it's a voice because a, a bad fran- tweet a bad tweet oh get you in big trouble big trouble big trouble so it's massively important and i agree with you i don't think that it gets the 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 resources the, I'm close. Because not only is it the people have to actually put the messaging out. I mean, think about the creative that has to happen. The photography. in, oh, in stuff, video right? shooting, the editing. Video stuff. the Those types of things. You know what would be a, who would be uh, interesting to talk to about this is like how many producers do they have at like Barstool, right? Barstool is just social media. Yes. And how many producers of content that they've got to have to be able to put out all of their different podcasts and all of the things that social, though they have a cell phone that they can do it pretty easily. There's some of their stuff that is like very, you know, detailed and very high quality. And that's just one example. Um, in regarding this, like they have to have tons of content producers.
1: Well, it just, and I'm not even going to begin to guess what the social media people make but it's probably not even remotely close to what it should be because the, the point of the executives not fully understand. The other fu- the other thing that happens with social media and salespeople, which is funny, is like, well, you know, what, just put the post up for the sponsor, right? Like, to your point, the social media people protect that shit like it's like oh, theirs, which also is a little sometimes under making them understand it's not your social media feed. It's the organization's Sorry. social media feed. Yes. Which is sometimes the yin and yang in a struggle. But I get it. You need to have someone responsible to be the yes and the no person. Like someone has to own it. I completely am all about empowerment and ownership in that regard. But at the very top, I am guaranteeing you the reason they don't look at it. They go, well, if we post this job, who wouldn't want to be the voice of, of the New York Yankees on social job, media?
0: You take the job. Say, Of like, course you do. I run the social media of pick a different team. Can I tell you one of the biggest social media blunders I ever made as I was a president in Scranton? And this is, I, I don't understand social media now, let alone social media in 2013 or 14 or whatever this was. But, you know, it was like, all right, how do I monetize social media? Because at the end of the day, I am a salesperson, right? And I'm trying to generate revenue in new and unique ways. So this company comes up, and they were like a, uh, basically call it a grocery store, high-end grocery store. And they say, I want uh, – and there's, social media is important to us. I said, all right, write us a big check, and you can be the presenting partner of our social media partners. Whatever you post, we'll post. And <laughs> uh, Whoops. Total blunder, right? Because we were posting, like, grapes or 89 cents a pound. <laughs> <in> there, <right? laughs> no. See, and, like, even
1: as a salesperson, like, like, no, that's not good.
0: I – uh, I did. I, I I was too stupid, or it was a blunder, right? I screwed up, and uh, I made a total mistake. And I guess that's where you know, you make a mistake where you learn it's like, people aren't on our feed to hear that eighty nine people, eighty nine <laughs> no. cents a pound, and then you learn all right, how do we do this? And then we were able to create some better inventory items uh, after that, especially in Pawtucket and Worcester, but the impetus of this was me totally screwing up that it was like oh yeah you're just presenting partner whatever you want to post we can post so they would send us po- things. chicken dies <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly exactly
1: <laughs> exactly. two for one. you know what's funny and i say this and you're gonna under- you'll probably understand this a lot of people understand listening will understand this you might have gotten that idea from maybe our radio network because in the middle of the game, because it's the Shaw's it radio Shaw's network. Shaw's
0: Star Market radio. Joe
1: Stickleyon, who's like 110, will be like, "On this week, on sale, down at the Shaw's, Shaw's." I'm
0: like, nobody listening cares about this. Yeah, but that was our social media feed. It was like, "Oh, Derek Jeter's coming to town today." Purdue chicken, uh, Purdue
1: chicken, Purdue uh, chicken, two <laughs> ninety nine a pound for chicken thighs. Like, no, That's not special good. Special
0: on ground meat.
1: So that's where the social media person just to step and be like, no, Rob, we're not no, going to do
0: that. We're not doing that. They And they may have. And I was like, no, we're going to do it. Take the check. Take the <laughs> um, check, exactly.
1: The other thing that I've noticed about <clears> – <throat> I don't know if you've noticed this. Social media team accounts have essentially just all become trolls.
0: Yeah, I get – they're all trying to be funny to be yeah, viral. And
1: they're, they're all trolls now.
0: Yeah, I don't – I understand what you're –
1: you know what I mean? Like so they're just—they just—they like they're, there's some, there's a lot of self-deprecation, yeah. and there's a lot of trolling of the set opponent they're playing with, like gifs or memes or like. It's become very trolling. People like
0: the people like that.
1: It seems yes, because there's a reason everyone's complicated and like We're you know a million st- years old. you know it's not kind a of st- Yeah, but you know who kind of started it was the Las Vegas Knights. Really? How? They were just their their Twitter feed was just attacking everybody, and everyone was like, "This is the greatest social feed in the world," and everyone just started like mimicking that moving forward of buying into like the self-deprecating, also attacking fans. Like it, it, it's a little weird, but I'm sure there'll be the next thing of evolution. The only league that's mastered social media, you know who it is? It's the NBA.
0: Oh, the NBA is unbelievable.
1: They mastered it.
0: They they know when the be when to be funny they know when to be serious they know exactly how to do it uh, masters I, the, the nba is fantastic at
1: they it. know the drama that they create the the, the bombs on there all oh immediately a dunk happens in two seconds it's on to, it's on social media
0: right even you know uh, great plays that don't count right i saw somebody yesterday there's a great play and they threw the ball from one end of the court and went in um and it was awesome right no um, they
1: they did it right by buying into the more people who see our product and see the cool plays the better i won't name names of other leagues who have taken the different approach <laughs> but um you know that younger generation may or may not be on social media who yeah,
0: right. the, becomes
1: fans of said players or events that you can't technically see unless you're at one larry, certain so larry
0: larry this larry lucino always had a uh he had a few mantras that i always take with me and he's always would say show the product show the product show the product so if we were doing a giveaway or we were doing uh you know some some something at the park lucino would always be show the product and he always would you know have pictures we would make sure they were social everywhere and uh and th- those types of things so you know show show the product is i think uh, you could hear in his voice and uh with social media, people.
1: I mean, it's common sense, you'd think, um but you know. Show I digress. the
0: product. Show the product. Show the product. Yes, but I feel I feel for social media folks to get back to it. I feel they. I mean, they're never off.
1: No, and they're and they're in a, they're in a very high pressured. Like, like I said, you're the voice of these franchise. You're the voice of the Pittsburgh Steelers. A bad tweet. Goes a long way better, more than a good tweet, right? And there's way like, more on the line than like. There's no good tweet that's all of a sudden be like, "Oh, I'm a fan of the Steelers now." If there's a bad tweet that can get you such, in a lot of trouble. I,
0: I feel feel for him, right? Because like, if you miss a a your and a you are, right? Like, an oh god, the there? grammar
1: the grammar police on Twitter come out. But
0: you can't have all of these people like reviewing and edits because part of the thing about social media is the immediacy. Of immediacy. It, right? So yep. like if you make one little mistake on, you know, m- miss proofreading something, Oh, I can't imagine what the, what that, what that feel like. Oh shit. Did I screw something up?
1: Completely, completely. And it's, it, yeah, it's a very underappreciated when it first started, I think it was more like, ah, who's in charge of social media? I don't know that person. Tweet something, right? Or post something yep. on Facebook. It's become your number one sales tool. It's become your number one marketing tool. It's become the voice of your organization. Everyone guts their news from social media more so than the media, right? So oh, yeah, why wouldn't you want someone who's responsible for it and give them the resources so they don't burn out and you actually have a strategy and a complete just like
0: I always not feel. I bubble, think that's what, but you talk one of the, wor- the words you just said strategy. I feel like sometimes the, the I don't know whose fault it is, but whether it's on a sports team or just brands in general, they don't have a strategy when it comes to social media, and it's just frustrating to see, right? Like I've been a part of some of them, and whether, you know, uh, and so sometimes it's like, what the hell are we doing? Like are what are, are, are we going to be funny? It's like like social media strategy can just change so quickly, and there's no continuity. There's no you know cohesiveness to it
1: well i think yeah that's the point is like i think the best people at their jobs in this role have to go into a game tonight like the steelers game knowing this is ben's last game you can't just like show up and be like i'm gonna tweet tonight right they had to have put together video montages posts memes graphics that they're gonna use Is it's not a simple job by any and that's the to your like i think i saw the samantha wood who was at the Philadelphia Eagles for years she worked at the AHL years ago and she's been running the Eagles social media account and for all intents and purposes of what I've watched she's done an amazing job and I, I hate despised despise the Eagles but the Eagles social media to me has been good I she just left and she didn't say where she's going but she said she just needed some time I think they're just burnt out
0: yeah, and, the, kinda and the last
1: and the last I mean we're all burnt out in this industry in the last two years of it but that role didn't turn off like, social media didn't turn off during the pandemic You yeah, <laughs> right. keep to keeps doing stuff right like, it was like oh we're done tweeting
0: yeah, no, there was, it's, and it's become more and more, you know, scientific too, right? Like, as soon as you put, oh, it's post, completely you know, science. You're able to know what the, you know, what the reach was and all that stuff. And you got to make sure that you're, our, it could be, that you're on your, I call it P's and Q's, right? And you've got to understand that, know that. And it's just, I can feel for it. I just, feel because, like, yeah, because think about it. You, up.
1: you are, you're tweeting for an organization and you're the social media person for a team that stinks, right? You're, you're, your team is just god-awful.
0: The New York Giants say.
1: <laughs> no, I was going just... <laughs> to
0: But seriously, yes. You're the
1: New York Giants social media person, and it's halftime last game, and Mike Glennon is one of two for four yards, two interceptions, and two fumbles. What are you posting? you and you're just gonna take it on the like what are the there's no no fans will be like oh hey good job today but like you are just taking you're a punching bag for a crappy organization right it's the highs of highs it's the lows of lows and you can't hide
0: yeah right because also on the opposite scale that is like when you win the Super Bowl say yeah, it's amazing I can't imagine what that tweet would be like or that Instagram post would because be
1: but at. but when you're but when you're the the like the visceral fan base of the New York Giants right now they are coming at you. That's got to take a toll on you. I don't, like you're you're the one getting more than the GM is because you have a oh, direct yeah. you're, line. you're
0: you're reading all of it. And yes, it feels it's, personal.
1: It definitely. You can't. You you almost have to be trained not to read the comments when your team stinks. Yeah, there was
0: there was times when I knew that the social media stuff was going to be crazy. like you know, especially when we changed changed names. Right, we changed names three times: Omaha Royals, the Omaha Storm Chasers. Uh, Scranton to the from the Yankees to the Rail Riders and then from the Paw Sox to the Woo Sox. Every time those name changes, I was like, you just keep an eye on social media. And I was like, you want to read where people hate you? They're going to hate you today, <laughs> right, and tomorrow. And they all do, and they all get over it. But that's, like, one thing. You can prepare for that today or tomorrow or for a week. But, I mean, that's probably been, like, something for, like, a year or two.
1: Oh, definitely. Yeah. No, it's – so our hat's off to you social media People out there, and for those of you who want to go into the social media world and run social media accounts, I think we just gave you a little peek into it. We should probably have someone who actually does it for a living come probably. on and talk
0: about it. Probably also some good questions to ask. Like, if I was going into social media in an interview, what are my resources like? What who is also a part of the social media team other than me? Yeah,
1: because if you're expected to be able to edit video, create graphics, come Photos. up with the t- posts, go on the road to get content like that's a and lot work of work
0: crazy salespeople who are like how can i monetize that
1: correct and then like oh we're gonna pay you forty two thousand dollars a year <laughs> you're gonna work seven hundred hours congratulations
0: <laughs> right break that down to per hour <laughs> you actually pay us to come
1: here and do <laughs> for us <laughs> <That's>, right <laughs> well yeah so we'll we'll make that let's a we'll make social that happen. media person, let's, let's, a yeah, social we'll, media person we'll, let's write that down write that
0: down <laughs> write it take take notes
1: Van Van Wilder. I'm taking notes. Van Wilder.
0: Did somebody, I hear uh, Van Wilder, um, I heard that movie was after somebody. Who's that? uh, There was a comedian that that I heard that movie was uh, after. Damn
1: it. They made Van Wilder based on someone that's real?
0: Yes. Someone told me that. I don't know if it's true, but it made a lot of sense. Uh, Who's the guy? comedian, portly fellow, uh, takes his shirt off, talks about the machine?
1: Portly God Chris Chris Farley? No,
0: no, no. It's uh, it's uh. Talks about guys. the machine. Yeah, his big thing's the machine. Uh, damn it! What the hell is this guy saying? There's people on our podcast right now yelling into the speakers. <laughs> it's blah.
1: Portly fellow who takes off his shirt and talks about the machine.
0: Uh, Bert Kreischer.
1: Oh, I yeah, yeah, I know him. Yeah, yeah.
0: They, I heard.
1: Van um, Wilder's based on him.
0: Yeah, that he was like this party crazy person.
1: I mean, what a Spent life. like
0: 38 years, you know, 75. Did you years see Van ago. Wilder? I believe uh, the answer is yes. Uh, at some point, I did, yes. Great movie. I think Amy actually had it on VHS tape. Like, we moved with it one time. I was like, you yeah, v- <laughs> have Van, Van Wilder VHS.
1: on VHS tape. Wow. That seems. Yes, Bert, uh, that's Christ, probably right. Like the cut off right? He's a big right? golfer. Is he? Yeah. You know a lot about Bert Kuyshner and his shirt. I dolphin.
0: heard an interview on a podcast that I was uh, how listening to about, about golf, and uh, he was was it, on, for, was it on foreplay? It was on foreplay, yes. Yeah. So, well, yes, I do like the foreplay podcast uh, as a Barstool Sports one, but I, I do like I do like I find those guys. We
1: should great. join Barstool. We should go to Barstool.
0: Yeah, it was just you know, pick up and go.
1: Oh, I'll call Portnoy. We'll we'll go right over. I
0: actually did see something that they posted that they were looking for, uh, you know, the next great barstool sports stars. That's neither of us, but no, no. I
1: think we no. I I I know. I got to know Dave pretty well when I was at what? DraftKings. What? I got to know Portnoy pretty. He was per,
0: yeah. Per, good. You tell tell us a story that everyone would be interested in.
1: No, no. There's no. Real, there's there's a lot of stories, but he, we had a massive partnership with Barstool before Barstool was a gambling company. Like Dave, Dave also he talked he talked he turned down an equity offer from DraftKings for like some advertising deal, that would, but it ended up being cash. You know, but he, the equity he turned down was crazy. He would have made way more money from the equity. <clears throat> anyway, he's exactly who he portrays himself as.
0: I love that. It's, like, authentic. it's not even like
1: there's just, it's it's exact. His employees don't like him. Like, they truly don't like him because he's a pain in the ass to work for. Like, he's just like that person, right? Like, he's exact. But he, he's, to your point, he's authentic. There is no, he's not, there's no El Presidente and Dave Fortnite. Like, it's the same person.
0: Right. He's just this. I like that. That's just it, transparency.
1: It is. No, you like, there's there's no sugarcoating it. Like, you're not, there's no pretending. Like, he is exactly who you think you're dealing with. He's kind of what I said about like, Gronk. Gronk is like that. Like, Rob Gronkowski is a big, goofy animal of just, like, a big teddy bear, but also the guy who can, like, play football. And when he's on set, he's like, oh, ball ball bull, 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 Like He's just, like, <laughs> he's exactly who you think he is. But, like, he's a nice guy. He's just, like, a nice dude and, like, down-to-earth kind of Gronk. But Pornoy is exactly who you think he is. Business-wise... Communication-wise, like just everything. Pretty savvy, though, right? Cl- I mean, well, how can yeah, you clear. M- I mean, knock him? Yeah, no, he's A millions of dollar company. Now. Yes, yes. I mean, he's 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 a little lunatic at certain regards of his life, but yes, he's very savvy in terms of the business moves he's made for sure. Good. Good. I don't think I could. Work, I don't think I could ever work for him. Uh, yeah,
0: I, I I have no idea if I could or not. Uh,
1: yeah, The other thing too is like I think this is what I was talking about. What I was say about, Portnoy. We're too old to work in Barstow. We're not even that old, right? Like, it's just not. Like, the guys who have been there forever, like KFC and Big Cat over there from, like, their early 20s, like, I get. But, like, I feel like if you joined now and you were 40 years old, like, what are you you doing?
0: (laughs) I remember in, like, college, you would think, like, uh, uh, I think the Steelers. um, I'm sorry. I'm watching the Steelers game in there. Najee Harris Big Run. And uh, I remember in college, if, if you said someone was 40 years old, you'd be like, that person is ancient.
1: You are ancient to work at Barstool though like uh, to join now at 40 you, can, first, you can get divorced in five seconds like the way the lifestyle those guys live watching every game drinking gambling like you couldn't yeah. do that you could do that
0: no of course not it's I the could. best job ever for a 23 year old but like yeah right no uh, <laughs> it, it's uh anyway but I will say some of the content that they produce is uh, I I'm a i am aii only listen to one podcast of theirs and it's the four play podcast. And uh, the some of the content that they produce, they have like all these guys that they play like golf courses. I watched on an airplane.
1: He lived at like the. Where did he go and live, Riggs? Didn't he stay at the Piners? Piners for like a week.
0: No, not for a week. For like a hundred days. Oh, hundred days. He basically stayed there. All of everyone's quarantined in terrible places. He's playing golf every day at Piners. Piners playing the freaking U.S. Open for the next ten years. Yeah. Um. I watched. I was uh, stranded on an airplane, and they videotape all of them playing golf at these random places. I watched their entire round, and I was like, "Why did I just do that?" But I watched four guys play golf at Bandon Dunes on YouTube. They're, no,
1: they're a content machine, Bart Bartstol. Like they 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 broke the internet code for sure. Yeah, they did great. But I used to see Dave driving around in his Astrovan delivering papers in Brighton in the free because he started as a newspaper Barstool Sports Sports it was a free paper he was just driving you just see him driving around town like in Brighton Center like delivering the newspapers out of the back of his van because their their headquarters what what town was it in it was in like a crappy little three bedroom condo that they worked out of and that's where like Barstool like started and then then they just evolved into what it is today it's it's definitely he's a savvy business person insane
0: insane Oh, good for him! Um, all right, viva. well, viva! Yeah, all right. Well, we should go put uh, our content uh, on the interwebs.
1: Yeah, it goes live in like an hour and a half. It's ten. It's almost ten thirty.
0: <laughs> We're getting old. Uh, and see what happens. All right, I'll. Um, Happy New Year! Uh, Happy New Year! Uh, we got some guests to go find, but uh, I'll talk to you later. Later. See you.